Welcome to the Divine Union Podcast, a place that will invite you to connect to life in all the ways, inner union with self, sacred union in relationship, and oneness with the cosmos. An invitation to expand your edges so you can live this life fully with all of your being. I'm your host, Nicola Navone. Hello, beautiful beings, and welcome back to the Divine Union Podcast. And for those of you that are new here, welcome. I'm thrilled to have you here. Today, we will be talking all about the seasons and cycles of life and the importance of honoring them. And so I will be using nature as a lens through which I will elaborate on this topic. Because nature goes in cycles of death and rebirth. When you think of the seasons, to the foliage, to the moon, as well as to women's menstruation process. And so I'll share how we can apply and honor these natural cycles as they occur in our own daily lives, because they mirror nature. And I'll share some insights around the different phases of cycles of life, what you can expect, and what you can do at each phase to help ensure a smooth transition between them. And it's important to understand because we go through natural cycles like nature. We go through cycles of death and rebirth. We are always going through deaths and rebirths. And if we are not, then we are not growing, we are not learning, we are not evolving, and we are not changing as beings. So let's take a look at nature for a moment, shall we? Nature has seasons. Fall, winter, spring and summer. When you think of the flowers, very few flowers bloom all year round because nature needs the seasons for new plants to germinate, to slowly grow and then bloom in spring and in summer and then they die in winter. And then we start that process all over again. Even when you think of the concept of day and night, the day, the rebirth, and then the night is the death. And then we come back to a new day again. Let's take a look at the moon for a moment. The seasons of the moon. You have a new moon, right? That period where it's just dark. 
And then all of a sudden you have that little crescent, that waxing moon. As it slowly starts to get bigger and bigger until it becomes the full moon, illuminating the sky. And then that full moon starts to wane back to that little crescent again until it gets small enough where it goes back to the new moon. Even when you think about our women's menstrual cycle, a full lunar cycle lasts from one new moon to the next, and it takes about 29 and a half days. The average menstrual cycle is also about 28 to 29 days long. It mirrors the cycles of the moon because we are nature. So it's important to honor our cycles. Even the four phases of menstruation, you can uh, liken when you actually have your period menstruation. You're in winter. That's winter. That's de- the death phase. All right, you're releasing what doesn't serve you. Literally, your body is shedding your uterine lining. And then the follicular phase of a menstrual cycle that's akin to spring, to rebirth. And I'll talk more about this, but just a high level now. At the ovulation phase, that's summer, right? And then the luteal phase, that's fall. And if you're familiar with Buddhism, Buddhism, they have this concept of samsara, which is all about the cycles of birth, death, and rebirth. And after death, we do not disappear. If you believe in these teachings, the energy of our consciousness does not disappear. We become reborn into another life. And this is important because when we honor our seasons and our cycles, we honor all parts of our humanness, all parts of our aliveness. And we can live fully and feel more fulfilled. When we allow the ebbs and flows to be, because we understand this truth about humanity as being fluid in nature. And this way, it allows us to be more balanced and more centered as we experience highs and lows. It also allows us to be more connected to nature. Because we allow ourselves to be the nature that we are. We feel more connected to ourselves. Because in times of hibernation, times of inwardness, where we have more focused states of being versus doing and producing, we don't judge ourselves for it. Because we know this is part of life. And in relationship, we feel more connected in relationship because like all things, even relationships go in cycles. And it doesn't mean something's wrong. It just means there's a natural cyclical flow to all of life. Just like we can't be super high vibe all the time. 
Our relationships won't always be at the top of the meter in connectedness all the time. There'll naturally be times of disconnection or inwardness among partners. Even our sexual expression, there'll be times in which we might not be as, want to be as sexually expressed or as desiring of sex, and that's okay. And this certainly doesn't have to go in the flow of the actual seasons. You might be in winter for a year or spring for a year with new initiatives and activities all blooming and coming to life to each their own. And pending the different phases of your life and what you have in the works, it'll impact the season you're in. And something I'm sure those of you listening have some experience with or are open to learning more about today, given you're listening to this podcast. And in our current society, we often forget this. We forget the cyclical nature of life in favor of this linear view of time. And the reality is time is cyclical rather than linear. The cycle of the seasons, the phases of the waxing and waning of the moon, of life and death and revival. Right? And, and many folks confuse this. We have, you know, this idea of linear comes with this thought of we have but one life to live, one identity in this lifetime, instead of remembering that there are constant deaths and rebirths happening. And with this linear thinking, many of you, life and death, uh, they are not seen as these like alternating phases of cyclical existence, right? That death is preparing us to be reborn, but we see it as two opposites, right? I have life and then I die and I, it's over. And that energy, it also, that idea, it also creates this thought of like constantly needing to be doing, to be working, to be producing. It's an overly masculine way of thinking while neglecting the feminine side to life of change and flow, and we are always evolving, we are being reborn, because we are both, yin and yang, we need both. So, I feel it'll be helpful to talk about the seasons as we think about these cycles and some things that you can expect, so that you can feel into where you might be at this point in time. And if you're not sure, I'll talk about some things that you can do in each season to make the most of it so that you can move through that cycle and into the next one with ease and grace. And I also want to highlight that it's important to allow ourselves to be in these different seasons. So if you're feeling stagnant or if you're feeling constantly agitated or if you've burned yourself out, you may have missed a season. 
And perhaps you need to allow your body and mind to rest and relax or to release or transform. So let's take a look at fall. Well, both fall and winter, you can liken to being in yin. It's more of an inward time. A time to, when you think of fall, is celebrating what was in spring and summer, letting go what no longer serves you, letting go of the past and shedding and releasing. And it's also a time to grieve your losses or things that you're releasing that may have been challenging to let go of. Cutting cords of old lovers or people in your life that no longer feel aligned. Or shedding old parts of you that no longer serve you. So fall is all about releasing. Celebrating what what was and releasing what no longer serves. And for those of you listeners with your moons who menstruate, this is akin to the luteal phase of your moon. So it's preparing you for your period. So in this time, you want to nourish your body by winding down physically, or doing things that relax you like yoga, meditation, self-massage. And if you're doing those things daily, amazing. Keep doing that. And this is a time where you can check off those maybe more mundane tasks off your list. So when your moon comes, you can rest and then repeat. Let's take a look at winter. Winter is this time of deep regeneration and rest happening. This is where lots may be happening beneath the surface, although it looks like nothing's happening. So you might be doing a lot of healing work, a lot of laying the groundwork. I know for me, as I was laying the groundwork for the launch of my business, doing my certification with Layla Martin, I was in a full year of yin, a full year of winter in this deep space of learning and building and creating behind the scenes. I'm just now coming out of it. And the yin energy of darkness, right? Just like in winter, the nights are longer. So for this phase, we want to honor the rest and the silence, the stillness. And we want to care for ourselves in this deep, nurturing way. So that when we are ready to be reborn into spring, we have the energy, we have the knowledge, we have the wisdom. So if you just left your job for something that feels more aligned, Or if you're in a period of transition and you're not sure what's next or you're working through that, that's winter. And with winter, we need time for reflection, for being with ourselves. It's from this place of stillness that new life will be born. 
And if we're going a million miles an hour all the time with no time and space for reflection, it'll be pretty dang hard to birth new ideas. We're going to feel exhausted and burned out. That's where the burnout happens. But with winter, when we allow ourselves to be in winter, it allows us to transform the old and bring in the new with spring. And for those of you beings with moons, with your periods, I don't love the word period, but I'll say both to make sure that it lands because period's like so, so final, you know, period, done. So I'll use moon moving forward. But for those of you beings with moons, right, winter is that time that you're menstruating. The first day of your bleed marks day one of your menstrual cycle. And usually that lasts three to seven days. And so with your moon, when you're in winter, you might physically feel more tender more tired, want to slow down, practice self-care. And this can also be a great time to brainstorm new ideas. I know I often have lots of creativity in this time. So it's really honoring whatever your you and your body desire. But it's with this reflection and this inward time that new ideas come. Spring. Spring is all about new life being born into the world. Ideas, projects, new relationships forming. Literally, spring is when many new plants shoot up from the ground. So it's this feeling of youthfulness, of vibrancy, of aliveness, of playfulness. So all the ideas that you birthed in winter from the stillness, from the nothingness and the reflection, you can bring into the physical world with spring, bring them to life, bring them to fullness. And with spring, that comes your yang energy, right? In spring, you also have the drive and the creative energy to tackle more complex projects and initiatives. So this would be when you would be ready to launch a new creative project into the world or birth a new part of yourself. And for those of us with moons, this is the follicular phase after your moon where your body is preparing to release an egg during this phase. So you have a lot more estrogen and testosterone in your body. And so these hormones, they actually boost your energy and your mood. So that's why I said earlier, you will actually have more energy and motivation to start making more concrete plans, to start putting your ideas into action in the physical world. You will physically have more energy in your body. So maybe you'll feel more social, more extroverted. And that brings us in nicely to summer. Also the young phase. Everything in summer is happening, coming to fruition. It's the height of joy. It's the height of pleasure. Perhaps if you launched your business in spring, in summer, you are really thriving. 
Think about in summer how you see people out and about all the time, going places, doing things. You are much more social, much more extroverted, much more active. And for those of us with moons, this is the ovulation phase. So your ovaries are releasing an egg in preparation for pregnancy. And so also your estrogen, your testosterone, it goes way up. So you have even more energy than you had in spring. And this contributes to you feeling super energized. To you wanting to connect with different people, do different things. So I'd like to share some prompts for reflection now that you have information around the seasons and around how they can manifest and some things that you can do. Here are some prompts that you can think about to really understand where you're at and figure out what your next steps are to ensure smooth transition between the seasons. So I want you to think about what season have I been in lately? What season have I been in lately? Literally write that down based on what you think, given the information I shared today. And then I want you to write down, how have I been navigating it? With your own thoughts, how do you feel you've been handling the season? And how have I been feeling about myself in the season? And then I want you to write down, what stories or judgments have I told myself about my, the current season I'm in? Or about past seasons? And this is important because we all have stories and judgments about where we're at. We can all be hard on ourselves at times. That's the ingrained, that masculine energy to do, to produce, to be. So what stories or judgments have I told myself about my current season or past seasons? And that can be anything that can be, I'm feeling like a loser. I'm not feeling worthy. I'm feeling not valuable. Okay. And then I want you to identify how can I reframe this view now that I have a better understanding of the seasons and their importance in daily life and how they mirror nature. And just to gut check, I also want you to journal on Have I noticed I've skipped a season or two? 
And if you can identify what season you've skipped, that is great. That would be super helpful because that'll help you know where you need to go. And lastly, what can I do to honor where I'm at? And then what can I do to prepare myself to transition smoothly into the next season? So this will take you some time. I'd suggest sitting with your journal for 30 minutes to an hour and really identifying that. Because when we take the time to be thoughtful about our lives, where we're at in our lives, how we're feeling about ourselves and working through that and also having more understanding of how our lives mirror nature, the more fulfilled and content we'll be. And the more alive we'll be because the more we allow ourselves to be fully human in all the colors. So we covered a lot today. And to recap, we talked about the importance of honoring our cycles. And we talked about nature and the different cycles of death and rebirth and the seasons that nature goes in. We also talked about the moon, how that mirrors the cycles and menstruation process. And I also shared about how different seasons can manifest what it can look like, as well as the different phases of menstruation and how you can apply that to your life. And this topic is super important because we've so programmed in us to do, do, do. And it's so natural to have self-criticism or judgment when we go into fall, when we go into winter. In those seasons that are less focused on producing and more focused on being in reflection or releasing. And it's important to have compassion and understanding for the nature that we are. Thank you, thank you, beautiful beings, for tuning into this week's episode. And hit the subscribe button if you've liked what you've heard so that you never miss a single episode. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. Leave me a review so that we can bring more awareness, more consciousness, more compassion to this world. And until next week, may all your unions be divine.